And welcome to Control Alt Deplete, episode 26, I believe. I think we are in episode 26. 26. So I think so. Yeah, I think the last one was 25. It's been a bit since we recorded one. Had a yeah. few things going on. Didn't really uh, have all. Yeah, I didn't have a whole lot of stuff to to go over anyway. But uh, yeah, we are back and yep. better than ever. Maybe, maybe not. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Oh <laughs> yeah. You'll be the judge of that, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I am your host, Buck Blind, on the left side of your screen, and on the right side of your screen, we have our other host, Mr. Bioshock. How you doing today? Good, how are you? Not too bad. Finally slept, so, you know. That's... How long did you sleep for tonight? You were thinking <laughs> on like three hours ago. Yeah, I, I didn't anticipate sleeping as late as I did. I figured it'd be yesterday I would have slept so long, but I think I slept, yeah. oh, I slept about the same amount of time yesterday as I did today. Mm, but, okay. uh, yeah, you know. Not too bad, yeah. not too bad. But uh, anyway, let's uh, jump right into it here. Uh, start off, as usual, with our weekly affixes, as Reset was a couple days ago. And this week we have Tyrannical, Volcanic, not bad, and Sanguine. Uh, but Sanguine isn't too bad, since it's Tyrannical at least. Uh, it's, still, uh, uh, it's still wonderful to have Sanguine when you've got double Frost Mage. Yeah, that's what oh I was my goodness. Say, yeah. Sanguine was fine, since you got pretty <laughs> Frost mage, not just one frost mage, but two. Yeah, yeah. Because if yeah. one doesn't freeze him, the other one will. Yep. <laughs> but yep. Uh, yep, no, it's not too, not a terrible week. Uh, sanguine just a little bit annoying, but it'd be worse if it was fortified. Fortified and sanguine is awful. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I think I think I don't think we've had a podcast since they've announced it all, but. Uh, the 10.1.7 patch, we're getting a lot of information and, and data on it. It's not a ton of stuff that they're adding in there, but, you know, it's a, it's a mini yeah. patch. But uh, the release... new content. Yes, but the uh, the release date is going to be September 5th, so we're just about two, three weeks away, I believe. Is it three weeks or two? I think we're three weeks away. Probably like two and a half. But, uh, yeah, we are we are two and a half weeks away, almost three weeks away. Yeah, so that'll be some new content. We've got some new quests that's coming in there. The uh, Dawn of the Infinite uh, dungeon, mega dungeon, is going to be split into two wings for heroic. Um, so okay. that'll be something maybe to go in and test out and take a look at. Yeah. Yep. Um, we have uh, the Dream Surge event will be coming in there. I'll probably go into more detail on this Dream Surge event in a week or two. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff in there for leveling. Uh, you can get yeah. basically a 30% up to up to a 30% XP buff, and um, as well as doing time walking dungeons will extend the duration of that buff. I think up to five hours. So okay. there's some potentially uh, really strong leveling through time walking. Um, okay, that's cool. Which speaking of time walking, the turbulent timeways event should be happening again. I don't exactly know when it's going to be. I'm going to guess it happens as soon as the patch comes out. But that is uh, what we had before the last, before 10.1 came out, where for the end of the first season, you had different time walking every single week. Um, that they're going to bring that back at some point okay. during this patch. So that'll be good, because a lot of time walking dungeons, a uh, good way for alts to get caught up, because we'll have the, uh, the quest for every every week or whatever getting the 415 
That's what yeah. it was back then. Whatever it'll be this time. Um, yeah. So a good good way for all to get some catch up gear. Although, uh, and we'll cover this more when we go over the Dream Surge events next podcast. Uh, there is catch up gear that you can get through the Dream Surge event that is champion level gear. So you can get up to four thirty seven through uh, the Dream Surge event. Nice. So that's, um, that's, that's uh, or at least good. you can get gear that can upgrade to four thirty seven. Yes. It's not going to be four thirty seven, yeah. but you can upgrade it to four thirty seven. Right. Um, my personal favorite thing that is happening with this new patch, though, <laughs> is the Tuscar tackle boxes will finally be able to be toggled on or off on the mini map by the fine fish ability. Oh, thank God! Oh, yeah. It's, it's been an annoyance of mine. It's been a pet peeve for sure. Uh, that's so, why I didn't do my reputation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. That's why. Um, uh, and then another big thing that we have coming in is the ping system. You want to take us through that a yes. little bit? I think you have a bit yeah. more knowledge on it than I do. So right now there is uh, five pings. <clears throat> and each ping has a different look and makes a different sound as well. So you have a standard ping, just a unique sound. And then you have an attack one, an assist, a warning, and on my way. Uh, the warning and on my way have no sound. It's just a standard ping, attack, and assist that have sounds. Interesting. So they're slightly different, so it might take a little bit getting used to it, but uh, like learning which one's which first sound wise. But the uh, the main three that are coming, warning them away is like okay, but the center ping attack and assist is pretty good. Uh, like we were saying before too, that I don't know where we, where I read this or saw it. Someone talked about it, saying like, well, you can make it so only tanks can use the pings. Now I we can't find it anywhere anymore. It wasn't tanks, it was the, like the party leader. The party leader, party leader, yeah. 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 I think it should, it should be, it should be an option, but whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, so I, pings I, have some mixed, mixed feelings for sure. Yeah, and I, like you were saying, I, I'm pretty sure I saw something saying that it was only you to be, or that it was going to be able to be usable by just the party leader. Um, yeah. That kind of stuff. I, I just, we can't find anything on it now. We both yeah. are like pretty sure we saw it, but now I don't know. Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, from looking at it, I, I haven't looked too much at it because I, I don't care. I don't. I don't like it. I don't really want it to be used. Um, but from looking at it, I don't feel like it's really got much use outside of PvP. Um, I think it's going to be very useful in PvP. I, I don't. Maybe battlegrounds. I think, it, I think it'll be awful in arenas. True. Yeah, I would say more. More battlegrounds is more what I'm thinking of anyway. Um, yeah, because. Like, in PvP, like, putting a ping for assist or attack, I mean, yeah. what else are you doing in in, PV, in, in in Raid or Mythic Plus? What are you doing anyway? You're attacking. Like, that's all you yeah. do. Uh, I don't know. In, or the on my way. Just, I don't know. It doesn't seem very useful. Well, I know exactly. Um, There's a new class called Ping Ward. It's just all they do is ping. For, they don't do damage. They don't heal. They just ping. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, it'll be a fourth spec of Evoker. Yeah, pig master. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, it just doesn't seem like it would be very useful in Mythic Plus or Raid, which to me uh, makes me think that the only thing that will be used to in PvP or PvE stuff will be toxicity. <laughs> you yeah. die, you're going to get pinged. But the, they do have... Uh, I did read a, that... A limit. Yes, if you ping too many times too quickly, it'll block you out from pinging for a few seconds. Uh, it also will tell you who is each each ping. It'll tell you who it is that pinged. 
Um, yeah. So that way you know exactly who it is and you can report them if they're being toxic about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so ping system is coming in. I, I make very mixed feelings on it. Um, yeah. yeah. If, hopefully if it is something that the party leader can use, it won't be an issue for us because I'm 99% of the time I'm the party leader. So, yeah. you know, that'll be helpful. But uh, yep. yeah. And then uh, we got some heritage armor to talk about. Oh, so take oh, us through oh, that. Oh, getting chills. <laughs> I mean, I've been wanting a night elf and an undead heritage armor for like a year now since I started coming out with them. So, um, the uh, as, as you know, the undead one's really cool. It's got like the Lord Ron look to it with the emblem or the symbol and that kind of stuff. What, and what, that was triggering a lot of people. Yeah, what, how could how could they have Lord around on them? They're not humans. They're not alliance. They're undead. They're horde. Why do they have an alliance logo in their tavern? <laughs> answers. I need answers. Bio. Why? People just so just, uh, don't understand the lore. They are <laughs> citizens of Lord Ron. Not all forsaken, but a good chunk of them are. <laughs> yes, most. For, so so the way that the undead were created was Arthas created the undead. How did he do that? From humans. He went and destroyed Lordaeron. He went and killed his father and turned everybody in Lordaeron to undead. So, yes, the undead are citizens of Lordaeron. Yeah. So, yes, having a Lordaeron logo emblem on on their tabard for the heritage armor, because that is their heritage, you know, yeah. that it makes sense. So. Yeah, so if you if you haven't looked, go check them out. The Forsaken one's really well done. Uh, the Elf one is good as well. But I was like I was telling you before, I was debating on going Night Elf just for the Heritage Armor on my Mage. But then I was like, the more I was looking at it, the more I like I did more. So I'm sticking with the uh, see with the Horde. But yeah, it's something we're we'll working on as soon as that patch comes live on my downtime is to level up and undead. <laughs> I mean. I don't think you have and, to level up anymore. I thought I thought it was just a reputation you didn't need anymore. Uh, this just says players level 50 and above can begin their journey towards acquiring the new heritage armor by speaking to Lillian Voss in the Runes of Lordaeron, beginning the quest. I don't. I don't I think. Sure you, so. Yeah, I don't think you have to level up characters anymore. Cause I know they got rid of the reputation for the. They got rid of the reputation like on this patch to four or five. I thought. So uh, yeah, maybe I hope you're right. It'd be nice. Yeah, it, to, it, to not have to level. Yeah, it looks like you don't have to level up. But uh, I, I hope that's it because I, I, really, I really like that set as soon as, I can get, as soon as possible. Yeah, it looks like there's no rep requirement or leveling up requirement. You just have to be level fifty or higher. Cool. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hope that's true. Yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah um, it says right here, um, no rep requirement, and you don't have to level up to level fifty. Just so a boost or a race change will not prevent the, from starting the quest. Is that in, our, in the article? It's just in the comments. Oh. So at okay. some point, they've changed it. So yeah, there you go. Cool. That's you don't awesome. have to level anything up. Yeah. So next thing. I didn't even literally like that up. You should take a look at that link for the Holiday Mount Armor. I'm assuming it's going to be the training post. I'm not quite sure. But it's like a reindeer-looking 
uh, set attire to put on to one of your dragons. I don't remember which one. I think it may be the set of Drake. Or the rain Drake armor. Like it, I, I kind of like it. I like the look of it. It's very, very simple. Probably won't be a... I mean, it could be a trading post, but my guess is that'll be something with the holiday. True. Um, yeah, it'll be with Winter Veil, some some quest line or achievement or something. Who knows? Yeah, I, I like it. I'm gonna get it. I get all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so you want to take us away? Talk about the meta comps, nerf buffs. I guess, yes. So. so yeah, a couple weeks ago, uh, we got some big nerfs to the meta, which of course the meta is. For Mythic Plus, that is. The meta is Guardian Druid, Shadow Priest, Augmentation Evoker, Fire Mage, and Holy Pally. Um, however, uh, the nerfs did nothing to actually change the meta. Uh, yep. so, so the only one that the nerf actually potentially could make a difference on was basically the Fire Mage. Because the only reason Fire Mage is used so much is because their damage is ridiculously strong. Um yep. You don't need it really for anything else. I mean, I guess the intellect buff, but that's not a big enough thing to where you have to have it. Uh, so, yeah. so nerfing the fire mage damage, maybe, maybe we'll see that help, but probably not. Um, the guardian druid, uh, they and they did they hurt they hit fire mage with a very big nerf. It was like seven yep. percent overall of their nerf. Um, guardian druid, I think, got a was it a four percent across the board nerf. I can't remember what the exact number was, but they got a nerf just all damage reduced by X amount. I want to say it was 4%, maybe 5%. Yeah. Uh, the problem is Guardian Druid damage wasn't the issue. People aren't playing Guardian Druid in the high keys for their damage. If you're looking for the top damaging tank, that would be uh, Vengeance Demon Hunter. And then probably Brewmaster probably puts out as much or more damage than Guardian Tank does. Yeah, but um, BBM pulls a, pulls a lot of damage. Yeah, the the big thing as to why Guardian Druid is used, one, they don't die. Like, they're so durable. They have tons of self-healing. Um, I know you guys did a key earlier this week with a Guardian Druid that's 70k HPS. Um, yep. And, like, Guardian Druid just have so much self-healing. They have group healing. They have great utility. They got, I guess, if, if you're playing as a... Uh, as a high mountain tauren or as a regular tauren, you have three different ways of AOE stuns. Uh, two of the, well, at least interrupts to stop casts, which two of those are 30 second cooldowns, and then the yeah. racial is like a two minute cooldown. It's ridiculously good uh, for yeah. utility wise. You've got a soothe, you've got, um, oh, Ursal's Vortex. <clears throat> like, you've got so much utility. With the current build, you can have the option to where you can have an instant cast regrowth that's like a miniature lay on hands um yeah. and you can use it in bear form you've got nature's yeah. vigil like there's just so much that it brings to the table and, and none I, of it is damage I, that that healing you have i can't count how many times i would have died if it was a weird druid lay on hands <laughs> right so so yeah like i mean guardian druid the reason it's brought isn't because oh it does so much damage it doesn't it, it does a decent amount of damage but it's it's there's at least two tanks out there that do higher damage than guardian druid um yeah so yeah no it's just it's the durability it has great defensives i mean you've got bark skin on like a 35 second cooldown it's ridiculous how much uptime you can get yeah 
bark skins also last for like depending on how you talent it, you can make bark skin last for like fifteen seconds. It's ridiculous. Uh, what's the cooldown? Like one minute? No, it's like thirty-eight seconds. The cooldown? Yes. Damn. And, yeah, and on top of that, you have Rage of the Sleeper, which you just you use that back to back. So you use bark skin and then you use Rage of the Sleeper. And they're both like fifteen or twenty percent damage reductions. I think I think it's fifteen percent for Rage of the Sleeper and twenty percent for Bark Skin. Um, so you have back to back damage reduction abilities right there. And as soon as uh, you, your Bark Skin drops off, you just hit Rage of the Sleeper. Rage of the Sleeper is a one minute cooldown. So you've got that. Then you've got Survival Instincts, which is like a three minute cooldown, and that's like fifty percent damage reduction for six seconds. Um, on top of that, Iron Fur. It's so easy to always have two to three stacks of iron fur up, which right there, that's like a 45% damage reduction increase right there. Uh, your yeah. armor goes up huge. Uh, going anywhere past six stacks, you don't even get a benefit after that. It literally, Dimension Returns nullifies it, so you don't even get any benefit after six stacks. But it's so easy to have, like you have a hundred, you can have a hundred percent uptime on damage mitigation as a, as a Druid tank. Um, yeah. Plus your agility, so sometimes you just dodge shit. Like, it's <laughs> so easy. Um, but yeah, it's it's just, you know, their, their durability is how is why they're so strong. I have um, a question for you. Yes. About Druid's general, because I think in the Druid class tree, not the spec tree, there's that new ability to increase your versatility at night or whatever, or your damage yes. healing time by, during the day. That's that's crazy for tanks as well. Yeah, we don't really use that one because it's not that strong. It's like a, I think the versatility is like two or three percent at night. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's, I think it's three. Yeah, end of the day, the day one is is like a three percent damage. It's I don't think we actually run that. Oh, okay, I was sure because I I know like on paper well, I, it sounds I pretty say cool. It's, it's out of the way is my thought on that i'm thinking i could be wrong i, I, thought, it was, I thought it was on the path down towards the middle on the right side top yes but we don't we don't do much on the right side right it's all boomkin stuff um, family. okay no we do they do we do run that uh but yes yeah, it's, it's okay. like one of the last things that we run on that side yeah okay. it's a two percent versatility increase at night and three percent damage and healing during the day I mean, it's not that big. It's it's whatever. It's most fire. most of our healing comes from our Ursals or uh, yeah, not Ursal. Uh, Frenzy regen. No, Ursox Fury. That's what it was. Oh. Uh, so Thrash and Maul grant you an Absorb Shield for fifty percent of the damage that it deals for fifteen seconds. Now, when it says Thrash and Maul, it also means raise because anything that applies to Maul <clears throat> also applies to raise if you take raise. Yeah, that is the current build is to use raise. So you right. get massive damage. Like Thrash and Maul are our top two damaging abilities right there. If you right. look at any Guardian Druid tank, Thrash and Maul make up over 50% of your damage. So yeah. right there, 50% of your damage is creating a 50% absorb shield. So it's massive healing. Um, right. So, yeah, no, it's just they're so durable right now. That's why they're the meta. Uh, so again, nerfing our damage doesn't really affect that. They should have nerfed the absorb shield more or something, or uh, I don't know. They're, they they needed to go different routes. Um, honestly, I will say this: bark skin alone, bark skin being as as low of a cooldown as it is, and being able to make it last for like fifteen seconds, is the strongest single defensive in the game. Plain and right. simple, uh, like it is just unbelievably 
how low of a cooldown it has for how much uptime it has. No other class has that. Uh, most classes have a 20% damage reduction cooldown, but it's usually like a 45 second to a minute cooldown, and it usually only lasts for 8, maybe 10 seconds. Okay. So you've got a 15 second uptime with a 30, like a 35, 38 second cooldown. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, then anyway, so moving on, uh, Augmentation Evoker. You can go a little bit into that, you know more data on how that works. But uh, the Augmentation Evoker, the main issue with it is the buffs, and that is impossible to balance, I feel like. I feel yeah. like at the high, if you're playing with the high level people, Augmentation is OP and is going to be used in every single comp, no matter what. If you're playing yeah. with you know, new people or lower damaging people, lower item level people, Augmentation is absolutely terrible. You're better off just going Devastation. Uh, I, I feel like augmentation is very strong in the high keys, very weak in the low keys, and they keep nerfing the buff and stuff. But I, I don't, I don't know how you fix it. That's my concern. Yeah. Is is I don't think it matters what you do. It is going augmentation is just a permanent fixture in the high level of mythic plus going forward. I, it's I mean, they have to nerf. Not... They have to nerf it to the ground, in my opinion, for it to not be used. It's it's not it's. It's uh, it's just not the way the game should be played, in my opinion. Like I understand meta, but like uh, I don't know. I, uh, it's kind of frustrating when you like to play say devastation, and like you can't play dungeons, but like augmentation is the way to go. Yeah, augmentation and is super strong. It's just. Like we were saying, though, like, uh, like sometimes it sucks. We're doing like a 15 or 16, and my and like the DPS either aren't good or they're dying all the time. And then it's like I'm feeling useless, you know. So yeah. like, uh, so that that's that that sucks. But these high keys where people are running to healers, like in dungeons, you know, like with four DPS kind of comps, I don't think they really do that anymore. But like, I'm just yeah, I haven't seen that yet. This season. To, to, is that, that's a it's easier to avoid a lot of the damage this season than the last season, I think, like dungeon-wise. Uh, no, I'd say it's the opposite. This season is it's a lot. Up? Yes, because uh, that's been the big complaint is that there's a ton of unavoidable spike damage. Right. Um, so that's the big issue. I think that should be the case, though, because you don't, you don't. I don't think you should be running more eh, DPS. Well, no, but that's the thing. Nobody's running that except in the high keys. Blizzard overreacted right. to that whole thing. You had maybe five or six different Mythic Plus teams that were doing that. No one else was doing that. You weren't yeah. seeing, uh, you weren't seeing people at their average players running four DPS. It was literally in the MDIs where you saw it. A couple people, a couple teams in the MDI did it, and it's that kind of level of talent that you're going to see it because most people aren't skilled enough to avoid all the damage. Um, I mean, if you give them our our keys that we run. If you look at ours, we take tons of avoidable damage because we just aren't skilled enough to avoid every little bit of it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, the whole the whole way that Blizzard reacted to the four DPS comp uh, was just an overreaction, and that's again that's that's kind of also the issue with Aug is that Blizzard is trying to tune it around the best of the best, which makes it absolutely terrible for people that aren't the best of the best because augmentation. Like, honestly, augmentation is not that strong if you don't have good people playing. 
Uh, if yeah. you have anybody who is bad at mechanics and constantly dying, if you have somebody that doesn't know how to play their class real well, or if you're under, if you're just undergeared and trying to get carried, augmentation is terrible for it. Because um, if you basically if you lose one DPS, whether it's they're just not doing good DPS or whether they're dying or whether they're undergeared, if you lose one DPS with an augmentation, you essentially lost two DPS because augmentation does so little damage on their own. And yeah. I think to me. My solution for augmentation, and this is kind of what my what my vision <laughs> not delete it. Um, <laughs> my my vision of what I thought augmentation was going to be was like it'll buff the damage of everyone else by roughly ten percent. Ten, yeah. And and so then you get ten percent extra damage for your tank, ten percent extra damage from from each DPS. So there's thirty percent extra damage. And if everyone's yeah. doing, you know, if you're balancing around a hundred k, then all of them are doing 110k now, and the augmentation does 70k. Uh, the reality is that it's more like all of them do, instead of doing 100k, they're all doing 130k, and your augmentation is doing 30k on their own. And yeah. I think that's an issue to where they need to be able to contribute more if a DPS dies. And I don't know how you do that. A thought Here's a thought that I had had. Um, I don't know if it would necessarily make a difference. But I think if what should happen is, say as an augmentation evoker, you put your buff on um, on the rest of the party. And let's say a DPS dies. Whatever uh, buff they had on them, all the buffs that you had put on, the augmentation has put on them, the augmentation should then receive those buffs. And it should stack on top of whatever buffs they already had on themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if it's... You know, if it's what is it? Is it your versatility or is it? You no, know, it's your primary stat. That's what it is. So your might. So, yes. so how so, how it works is you got Evan might, which increases your main stat, and then when they use a, a an empowered ability, increases versatility by about fourteen percent. So, but yeah, so so if they have Evan might, then it increases. Let's say it increases your prime. What, what's the percentage on that? Like eight percent or ten percent? I, I only know it's fourteen hundred. This main stat. Okay, so yeah, let's say fourteen hundred. Then, so let's say you have Edmund Might and it increases the uh, person's the DP everyone's f primary stat by fourteen hundred. Uh, if a DPS dies, the augmentation evoker should now also get another fourteen hundred main stat increase. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I think that should work uh, until until that buff would have worn off. I think that's how that should work. And if you extend yeah. the buff, then you extend the buff on yourself too. Like if you extend it with everyone yeah. else, then yeah. Until that person is back in 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 combat range or something, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Because um, because there's just well, there's got to be a way to make up for when a DPS dies, the augmentation doing the same damage as a healer just doesn't work. So yeah, I don't know. That's something I feel like they got to fix. I, I, I said it earlier, but and I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, I'm just reacting out of rage, but. I uh, I don't like support classes anymore. I thought it'd be okay. I thought, hey, a new role, get maybe like a priest one or like a paladin one or something. Right. Or like, and just the way that they handled this one, it could be could be better for sure. But like the fact is, it's just like I don't think it's healthy for the game. Well, and right? again, unless I, this with this tuning, I I still feel like a support role could be viable and could be good but i think what they did was augmentation is too extreme 
I think it yeah. needs to be less buffing. Like, it needs to buff everyone else, but not to such a high amount that augmentation buffs for. And then let yeah. them do a lot more damage themselves. Because, again, to me, the biggest issue is that augmentation is so dependent on the skill of everyone but the augmentation evoker. And yeah. that's that's just, to me, that's not good for any class whatsoever. Because here's the thing. If you have a strong healer, your healer can overcome any just about any stupidity that the other people make. Uh, if you have a strong tank, your tank can hold threat, have great routes, and it's going to help the team. Even if you have weak DPS, if your tank, tank can do a bunch of damage, you're fine. Uh, if yeah. you have strong DPS and one of the DPS is weak, fine, whatever. The other two DPS can carry them. Not a big deal. Uh, but all of those classes have one, all those roles have one thing in common. You are as strong as your skill level. Augmentation, yeah. you can play augmentation perfectly, but if the people that are playing the DPS or the tank or the healer, if they aren't good at what they're doing, that hurts the augmentation evoker a ton. Yeah. Um, again, if, if you have a DPS that just is getting hit by every mechanic and is dead half the dungeon, the augmentation's numbers are going to look absolutely awful and it's not the augmentation's yeah. fault they can literally play the, the augmentation evoker to a t perfectly hit every button exactly perfect 100 percent parse if everyone had stayed alive <laughs> um yeah but it, it and i think that's my issue with it is that this the your contribution and how well augmentation performs is not in the hands of the augmentation evoker and that is a dumb awful concept in my opinion i uh, agree I, like i said i i think it should be right now it's like a like a i mean only augmentation is only doing like 30 percent of their of the damage that they are contributing for in a strong group and if you know if you're doing 40k dps as an augmentation evoker and the and the rest of the group is good okay you're gonna have a fine time but if the yeah. rest of the group is bad you're still only doing 40k so your numbers don't change. Uh, yeah. It's just the contribution that you're adding just detracts so, so much. And I think they need to change that. Again, I'd say if if your target goal is, say, tuning around everyone doing 100K or whatever, and the numbers can be changed in proportion. But if a target goal is 100K, 30K of that damage should come from the buffs to everyone. And then 70K, 70, basically 70% of the evoker's damage, in my opinion, should come from their own abilities and 30% should come from the buffs that they're giving to everyone else yeah That's so my opinion. for me when, we, when I was doing mythics with lunch the other, the other like what week ago whatever it was mm -hmm. um, my on my evoker I was doing like 30 40k overall and my and then he was logging it so you can see how much I was doing realistically and I was just like you know it's in the middle of the pack and then we got to a good group where the DPS didn't die the tank didn't die and when it came out, and you checked the 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 Sims or not the Sims, the uh, the logs, logs yeah. I was number one yeah. over everybody as yeah. as augmentation because so I had a good DPS. Uh, the tank was damaging, and the healer was damaging too. That's another huge thing. Yeah, having a healer that knows how to damage or when to damage. Yep. Yeah. No, that's that's the thing. Augmentate. That's that's why augmentation is so broken. Is again when you have a good group augmentation is stronger than anything else in the game but when yeah. you have a bad group augmentation is one of the worst effects to worst bring. Doing, yeah. if you have if you have bad other bad players 
augmentation is the worst spec to bring. Um, like I said, I, I think I just mentioned this a long time ago, but like if say our group, if say one of us needs to get carried or something, we're like, yeah, we'll carry you. If you're carrying on your evoker, you're going to need to go devastation, not augmentation. Cause you can't, yeah. you cannot carry somebody as an augmentation evoker. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, no, it's, and again, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the buff is too strong and they don't do enough damage on their own to be able to properly balance it. Because I think yeah. if you can properly balance it to where 70% of the damage is coming from the Evoker's own abilities and actual stuff, then if somebody dies, it's, it's, it's much more tunable in my opinion. Like, somebody dies, yeah. you can still make up for that somewhat. It's not going to destroy the, your, your damage. Um, I think that it becomes more about your own skill instead of everyone else's skill to yeah. a greater extent. I just think the balancing on it right now, it's impossible to tune Evoker. Um, I, I think they need to nerf it a lot and buff devastation because like I was telling you and I'll tell you I'll tell the uh, podcast listeners that uh, Preheat very very good player plays augmentation a lot uh, I was asked a question when I was watching the stream and guys like is it bad if you're running devastation in Mythic and the guys like yeah like you play augmentation or you don't play at all kind of thing yeah. they don't, no one wants devastation when you can have an augmentation and you know like I said I don't agree with that mindset necessarily. I understand what his point was, though, because uh, yeah. I, I, you know, again, if you don't like playing augmentation, play devastation. If you like, if you like devastation, play devastation. Play, play. My philosophy is play what you enjoy. If you, yeah. if you're like, if you enjoy playing whatever the meta is, then play augmentation. Um, yeah. If you enjoy, if you just don't, but if you hate playing augmentation and you're only playing it because it's the top, don't play it. Play something else. It's a game. Yeah. You know, ultimately, it is a game. It's about having fun. So play what class and spec you enjoy. Um, yeah. But um, uh, so I put a link in the thing under under Metacomps if you want to look at that uh, that Warcraft logs. This is from the past week, is all. So you can kind of see the how the meta shifting a little bit. Besides the top three, obviously. Right. I you can see that RK Mage bypasses balance and enhancement now at this yeah. point. Um, but so, anyway, so going, like the, I, what? Good. It's like going back to to the the, the changes and how they don't affect anything. Right. Um, the shadow priest. So shadow priest is another big one. Shadow priest has been basically the entire season from from week one. Like augmentation, obviously didn't join the meta until augmentation released halfway through. But shadow priest, um, even before fire mage was in the top, shadow priest was number one across the board for mythic plus. And Blizzard has nerfed it like five separate times at this point. They just keep nerfing it and nerfing it and nerfing it. And the meta doesn't change. It's still in the meta. And Blizzard doesn't understand the damage has nothing to do with why Shadow Priest is in the meta. Shadow Priest yeah. is in the meta because it has... Mass spell, has, mind has, suit. Yeah, it has mass to spell, the mind suit. You can skip so many packs. Uh, there, there's, there's several dungeons where there are really difficult packs or really inefficient packs that should be skipped. And literally, the only way to skip them is with Mind Sooth. Shroud doesn't right. work because they can detect stealth. So yeah. you Mind Sooth it. And Mind Sooth is available like every five seconds. So it's not like it's got a big, long cooldown on it like Shroud does. So Shadow Priests have basically been a requirement at high Stable. levels. Well, it's not even a staple. It's just a requirement. 
Like literally, Blizzard could keep nerfing Shadow Priest to the ground until you get it doing to where it's barely doing any damage. It's going to be brought every single key yeah. because it is it is a necessity for the high keys, the high these guys that are trying to push out and you'll get get up to 30s and whatnot. You're going to have a Shadow Priest in every single comp because of all the utility it brings. It's just like just like Guardian Druid. Guardian Druid, it wasn't about the damage, Blizzard, but you nerfed the damage. The, the issue is survivability. Utility. Shadow Priest. It brings survivability through Vampiric Embrace, and it has utility through Mind Soothe, and Dominate Mind is big as well. Um, I know yep. Lynch doesn't ever use it, but <laughs> Dominate Mind is very big as well. Um, yeah. You've got the Psychic uh, Scream or whatever it is, that you know, nice, yeah, nice AOE. Here. Yep. Psychic um, SA, of course, Dun, Silence Kick. Yeah, like it's just. And the nice, the nice thing about priest lockout doesn't require to interrupt a cast. You can just throw it on someone and have it as a blanket. Right. Yeah. So a a lot of classes don't have. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like you have so much extra stuff that you you know the the stamina buff is like whatever you know it's not the big issue. That's it's nice, but it's not that's not the reason they're brought. It's all the utility. Their damage isn't even that strong right now. I feel like I feel like their damage really. I bet they're, you. They're... I would say honestly, right now there are probably seven or eight classes that do more damage in Mythic Plus. Oh, than I, I agree. Says. I agree. Um, but they don't have nearly utility. They don't have the skip ability, uh, and that, that's the issue with these dungeons. Um, also, and again, I, I think that's the other thing that can't be understated here is the survivability has been a big thing for these high keys. Guardian Druid with Nature's Vigil, Vampiric Embrace for um, that's the Vampiric Embrace is the one that heals the group, right? It was single target abilities, yeah. Yeah, so Vampiric Embrace, then Mage brings. Does Fire Mage have a barrier, like a shield, like what you guys were doing with your Frost Mages? Yes, so that's okay. uh, that's for all three specs. All three so specs so yeah, you've got a shield like that that can be put across the group. Augmentation yep. has tons of defensive abilities. Uh, and then, you know, Holy Pally, which is what we're going to get to now. The Holy Pally can do a ton of damage, and it also has a strong healing. Um, now, the reason... Another big thing was their their, uh, their Blessing of Autumn, whatever, the different seasonal blessings. Oh, like the Blessed Summer. Like yes, that. it has some very strong damage that it adds to people. It's very strong. They did nerf that, so at least they addressed that slightly. Um, yeah. However, they nerfed uh, Holy Pallet Healing by like 5 or 6% total, I think. I think it's 5%. It's not the healing numbers. Every single healer has enough healing numbers to handle Mythic Plus. It's not an HPS issue. It's just the way that the healers are built. Right now, the big issue in Mythic Plus is unavoidable spike damage. Um, and it's because of all the different crap they did them claiming healers are too strong and so they did this stuff but now healers can't keep up with the spike damage a lot of yeah. healers like on my resto druid it's so hard to deal with spike damage because i basically have swiftmen every 30 seconds and that's my only quick strong single target heal which is what you need outside of that yeah. it's all just a bunch of aoe type healing hots that don't heal fast enough to actually help uh, Holy Pally though has great spot healing, and it's pretty much the only 
healer class that I feel has great spot healing. Uh, so that's kind of why Holy Pally is there, is because Mythic Plus requires strong spot healing, and Holy Pally is about the only cla- healing class that has strong spots healing. Uh, I don't so know much about healers. I don't know much about healers, but I kind of thought that uh, Wrestle Shaman had pretty good spot healing. Nope. There's is Wrestle Shaman does amazing damage, uh, but their spot healing isn't that great. Well, uh, Holy Priest. Nope. Holy, Holy Priest are one. Strong. Holy Priests are like the worst healer in the game right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are extremely weak. Um, I don't know why they're weak, but like if you look at the makeup, the only healer that is used less than Holy Priest is Miss Weaver Monk. Um, Discipline, yeah, yeah. Discipline Priest is the second most used healer. Okay, uh, so I'm looking at Mythic Logs on Warcraft Logs for healers that yeah. are within the range of the last week, 95 percentile. It's Holy Pally, Disc Priest, Wrestler Shaman, Holy Priest, Wrestler's Rip, Prez Evoker, and Mystic Monk last. Yeah, which Preservation Evoker and Resto Druid, I don't know why they dropped so low. Um, probably just the spot, probably just the lack of spot healing. I don't know anything about Preservation Evoker, um, but I do know that Restoration Druid, like literally our single target healing is not great. It is it is more about HOTS and healing right. everybody over time. Uh, and it just doesn't fit with the way these dungeons hit. Um, yeah. Miss Weaver Monk, so Miss Weaver Monk is actually very strong. Uh, I think so too. can be very strong. It's just not popular because of the play style. I don't think people like the play style. I think Miss Weaver, in my opinion, needs a full-on rework uh, at this point in the game. Because Miss Weaver has been... While it's been very strong, and I honestly have loved Miss Weaver Monk, there's two issues with it. One, I think people don't like the play style. And two, I don't think it's been as bad this uh, expansion, but I know in Shadowlands and in BFA, Miss Weaver Monk's were mana heavy uh i mean yeah. they were they were seriously i i feel like in bfa mystery monks were the strongest throughput healers in the game uh miss weaver was unbelievably so strong with healing but they'd have to stop and drink ever almost every other pull <laughs> yeah that was always the issue that i felt like with miss weavers they were stronger than anyone but they were mana <clears throat> intensive so i gotta get the, t- the- 95 percentile last week for tanks. What do you think of this list? So Guardian number one. Yep. Avengers number two. Yep. Blood number three. Yep. Brumash number four. Yep. Prot number five. Yep. And Prot Warrior six. So Prot yep. Valley five. Prot That's Warrior six. Basically been what it's been since uh the re- Blood, Blood DK moved up a bit since uh Augmentation came out and they buffed up Blood DK damage by like eight percent. Um uh, but it, it's still not great. People don't like the way Blood DKs are, are played right now. Uh, what yeah. they want is to go back to like what they were during Shadowlands. But honestly, um, screw Blood DKs. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I don't like Blood DK as a tank. They're so slow. I don't like them. I don't like the play style. Um, I, 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 don't, I hated Shadowlands where Blood DK was the only tank. Like that was, that was the tank. That was the tank to play. Because all the self-healing. I just, ah, I hated it. Um, I, I gotta gotta say, I think Blood Death Knight's one of the harder tanks to play. I agree. Yeah, I think it is a, and, a much harder pick. It's kind of funny that uh, that um, I was I was going to a fire with Austin. And he's just driving me. We're talking about WoW, 
And I was like, I was like, Austin, me and Bach literally have talked many times about how good you were, how fast you learned Blood DK. Mm -hmm. Like, he's never played WoW at a max level. And he's like pushing like 2k IO on Blood Deathmite and been playing Blood for like a month. Right. I, I totally, I, he's did pretty good for like, just like, I feel like Blood's not that easy. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Blood TK. I've never liked, yeah. I, I've tried it a couple times and I just don't like the play style. Yeah. Um, which is funny because it literally has a play style that I typically like where it's got a ton of self-healing. I just I didn't like the the bone armor stuff. I don't like the, uh, the rune um management. Just... I, I yeah, I don't like rune management. I, I just I didn't like the way it played out. Uh yeah. I don't know. I might give it a try some point in time. We'll see. But yeah, I just didn't care for it. Yeah. Not my thing. Uh but yeah, no, so with the meta comp, like all these nerfs and everything they did they didn't address any of the real issues that's yeah. that's the biggest thing the biggest takeaway is they nerf all this stuff and none of it affects the actual comp it's, you're still going to see that same comp as your top comp um, yeah and, and it, it's it's more of an issue of what these dungeons require rather than yeah. an issue with the classes it's it's because like like i feel like mind soothe isn't that big of a deal? You can't nerf Mind Soothe. You can't just be like, well, yeah. they can't have Mind Soothe. But Mind Soothe is a requirement in like half of these dungeons. And that's yeah. an issue with I, the dungeon, not with the, the the class. I think I think I told you maybe like two months ago now at this point, but I was like, a streamer said like, if Shadow Priest gets nerfed, they're just gonna bring a Shadow, they're just gonna bring a Priest healer. Cause like they need a Priest in a group for Mind Soothe. Yeah. And, well, Quite and that's so and like, that's also a big part of why you see discipline priest as the second most used uh, healer. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah I, um, it, it's yeah. I, I think the, the the some of the issues, the two issues that, that Blizzard needs to kind of look at going forward is the spike damage is ridiculously dumb. Like, I mean, you talk about the Therian's lair, you get the stone, the, the pelters in there. It's they, they put out so much damage and it's so unavoidable. Much. There's no aggro, so it's just hitting can't random people. It. You can yeah, you can stun it, but they just the stun lasts for half a second and then it, they immediately keep casting it. So like what big what? Yeah. Um, it, it's the the honest goodness way to deal with it is to like hard CC one with like a an, an imprison or a paralysis or something like that and then kill the other one. And then kill kill them one at a time, but that's such a waste of time, and that's not, in my opinion, and this is something that I, I used to get mad at you guys for. Mainly Lynch, he would want me to CC uh, a, a caster or something in a pack that we'd be pulling. And I don't know. My opinion is if you have to CC, if you have to hard CC an ad to do a pull, you're not doing Mythic Plus right, because because breaking a single Taking a single pack and breaking it into two pools, essentially, is a terrible method of, of, of playing Mythic Plus, in my opinion. So if that is a requirement, that's an issue with the dungeon. Um, and then yeah. the other thing, the other way to deal with it is to have a priest that can mind soothe the first one, and you can skip it. That's, again, that's that's the, that's the other way to do it. Shroud will work in Notharian Slayer, um, but mind soothe, you know, works on a lot of other stuff. I know in... Um, 
what is it? Uh, Halls of Infusion. You've got the mind suit skips on the where you can skip past the dragons on the little yeah. hallway. Uh, you've got um, in do 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 do. What am I thinking of here? Aldemon, you can use mind suit to skip past the dragons at the end. Uh, you can put mind sooth on all sorts of stuff. Um, honestly, Nathanian's Lair is mind sooth used quite a few different spots. Uh, but there's there's so many places that you skip stuff with mind sooth, and it's just that's a huge, huge thing. And again, it's not like mind sooth is this super overpowered ability. It's something that's been in the yeah. game for I don't know how long. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just it's just that this season the dungeons require it. So for so many of them. And then Master Spell, again, Master Spell is not an overpowered ability, but it's just it's a necessity in several of the dungeons. Um yeah. so unless they fix that part of it, they they so this is something I was talking to a buddy about the other day, is like back in BFA what what was one of the most fun seasonal affixes we ever had in my opinion was the obelisk i don't know if you remember uh, the obelisk or not where you could you, yeah. you would click an obelisk yeah you could click an obelisk you fight a lieutenant you can go you're like in a, an alternate reality a version area. yeah you're in a void version of the dungeon and there's no ads except for you and whatever the lieutenant is and you can pull the lieutenant to wherever you want to kill him at and wherever you kill him puts another obelisk there and you could skip any pack in the in the dungeon that you wanted to skip you could skip with that and that to me was one of the most fun seasons i ever had because it gave you so many options to skip things because the issue and the whole reason i think they brought that affix in was because much like shadow priest right now in bfa rogues were a necessity because you needed shroud for skips, um, and that was one. The reason they brought that affix in was to, was to try to break away from people having to have rogues. I mean, in MDI, there were people running double rogues because yep. they needed two shrouds back then. So, I have a question. I'm on my age right now. So, the, you know the talent with the mass barrier for your team? Yes. You could, there's, so there's a choice: mass barrier or mass visibility. You think mass visibility would be worth it in certain dungeons? You think? Potentially. So it's a 12 second invis on a 5 minute cooldown. So it's like a shorter shroud. Yeah, a little bit shorter. Not by much, but about 3 seconds. Yeah, I mean, it it, it potentially can be useful. Yeah, like 12 12 seconds. Honestly, uh, is that something a fire mage can have as well? Yep. So again, there's another reason why fire mage is used over a rogue. Because um, if you have that and you you have something that maybe mind soothe won't quite work on, but you need the invisibility or a shroud, you can just use a fire mage. And a fire mage doing more damage than sub rogue, and has the barrier and other stuff that's better. Why would you bring a sub rogue instead of or any rogue instead of a fire mage? So yeah, yeah, it, it's, yeah. And I think that's kind of always been something that Mythic Plus has had to combat is you need ways to skip mobs that are not appealing for Mythic Plus. Because every dungeon right. has mobs that you just like, eh, that's not a good mob, we need to skip. And if you yep. and if the game has limited it to where only this class can skip that pack, then you're going to see that class be in the meta. Um, and so I think that's kind of something Blizzard, again, I think 
the obelisk thing was so nice because it basically broke the meta to where, hey, bring whatever the hell you want because it doesn't matter. You can skip anything you want to skip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Um, and I, I personally, I don't... And it's, this is more just a me thing. It doesn't match with the rest of the WoW community. Me personally, I honestly don't care that the meta is Guardian Druid Shadow. I don't care that it's been the same meta for the entire season. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me because me, I play what I want to play and I'll bring whatever I want to bring. I don't right. care. Now, I understand the community, obviously, it's not, excuse me, it's not necessarily great for the community. Um, I also do think, though, there's a little bit of overreaction to the meta as far as, oh, it's so bad. Like, I understand it is worse than it's been at any point since Mythic Plus has come out. But ultimately, my question to you is, are 20s doable with any class and spec combination? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Are, are they harder to do with certain comps than others? Sure. Are they yep. easier to do with certain comps? Sure. Are they still timeable and doable with any comp in the game? Yes. Yep. Any tank can do 20s. Any healer can do 20s. Any DPS can do 20s. Plain and simple. Uh, yep. And with that being the highest level of reward... You can do everything in the in Mythic Plus with, with that. If you want to push IO and try to get in the top 100 for IO, sure, you got to play meta. Uh, but again, I, I think people look at, oh, the top, like when we were looking at the top 500 time dungeons a while back, and like all but six of the top 500 were, I don't remember what, had, I think it was all but six had a Shadow Priest in them. Yep, yep. And again, like you look at that and go, wow, that's awful. But then on top of that, you have to look at that and go, how many of these teams are the, how many of these, these time dungeons were ran by the same teams? You're talking yep. maybe probably 20, 30 different teams there, not 500 different teams. Those are just 500 separate runs. So yep. like a lot of those are the same people. So obviously if they are playing the meta comp, they're going to be playing the meta comp in pretty much every single dungeon. So a lot of those top runs are the same people. Yeah. Um, so I, I think people look at it and they overreact a little bit and go, wow, all of the top 500 runs are the exact same comp. Yes, but they're also pretty much the exact same teams. So, <laughs> and, yeah. and that's and that's the other thing. It does not matter what type, what the meta is when you're talking about the high keys and these teams that are, that's their goal. Their goal is to push and be the top player in their realm or in the world when that is their goal to have the highest mythic plus rating in the world it doesn't matter what your meta is you could have the most balanced meta ever you could have it where literally class a through z is all doing within a hundred dps of each other they're going to play whatever one has got the highest potential yeah plain and simple and you're going to see that's going to be the top class that they will play and then what happens is everyone that's not them it just follows what they're doing and that's kind of one of the things that i i that drives me nuts is like lynch lynch i love you lynch you always you, you do great you do but you always want to play the top spec but like you don't enjoy it all the time <laughs> and that's the yeah. thing like 
and that's that's what I I hate people seeing people go. Well, I have to play the top spec because that's the top spec. I hate it, but I have to play it. Like you with augmentation, you don't like playing augmentation. You, yeah, I, I don't want you to have to play augmentation. Play whatever you want to play. Like I will never. Yeah. I am not somebody who's going to say you have to play this spec because this is the top spec. You must play it. No. Yeah. Now I will say if whatever class you are playing, like if there's utility options you're not using or whatever abilities that like are hugely beneficial for the group, I will be like, hey, you should use this and use this instead of that. Like, you know, I want if if whatever you're playing, I want us to be using it and playing it to the the best potential we can. Um, But as far as like, I just I don't I'm not a fan of playing, making somebody play a a class that they don't enjoy um, just because the top players do it. Or like you know, I, if, yeah. unless, unless you're pushing that top rating, play what you enjoy. That to me yeah. is my big thing. That's why I've played Demon Hunter for six years now. <laughs> like Demon Hunter has been a terrible spot for tanking for most of those six years. They've been bottom tank for most seasons, and I still play it because I like Demon Hunter. That's my favorite class. It's what I do. It's what I love. I'm not changing it. Um, yeah, I like that. Being said, I for me like. My uh, my main class I play, like for example, my Mage of Rogue have been class I played every expansion since I started playing. So they're my OG characters. Right. So I know I know a soft spot for them, but there's classes that I wish I could play more and try try out. And I've always wanted to go back and mess around just having Demon Hunter at some point because it is fun. I know it's not the yeah. best, but it's one of the funnest specs out there. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I, right now I, I do more damage with tank than I do as a Havoc just because I'm so out of practice with Havoc because I've literally, right. I've, I have tanked now since basically the end of BFA, I have done nothing but tank. Uh, honestly, right. I, I bet you I have probably done less than 20 dungeons as a DPS since the end of BFA. <laughs> I, I, I swear I've probably done less than 20 dungeons of DPS and usually when I do it I do less damage as a Havoc than I do as Vengeance it's just it's sad but it's just the case I've gotten I used to be so good on Havoc I used to be back in early BFA and end of Legion I was so good on Havoc and then uh, not anymore <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah no yeah, so we'll see changes coming. Pretty sure we'll see some adjustments come 10.1.7. Right, yes. But yeah, again, my message to everyone out there is ignore the meta. Play what you want to yeah. play. Uh, yeah. Don't, unless... unless you're, not, you're, not, you're not doing MDI 30 level keys. Yes, yeah. Unless, unless you are watching us and you are an MDI participant, then one, thank you for watching us. That's awesome. <laughs> um, also... Uh, why are you watching us? <laughs> um, but yes, the uh, uh, unless you are actually competing in MDI or trying to push for top 100, like don't worry about the meta. Just play what your favorite class is. Uh, because here's here's the thing: what is happening right now with the meta, especially with Shadow Priests, is they're getting bummed out every single week for the last month and a half because they get nerfed every other week for the last month and yeah. a half. <laughs> and, yep. and every time, oh, poor Lynch. This is why I'm like, one, I don't know that Lynch has that much fun on the Shadow Priest to begin with, but like yeah, every true. single week that they nerf it, he's just like, oh man, that sucks. Oh, it's so bad. Why? Why are they nerfing it? I'm like, because it's the meta. Like, that's the thing. That's 
my my opinion of why I don't care about for me another this is this is one of the big reasons why I don't care about what's meta and why I don't ever play a class just because it's the meta is because if you're the meta, guess what's coming for you? Nerfs. Non-stop nerfs. nerfs. Until you are no longer the meta, they're going to keep nerfing you. So, uh, you know, to me, that's not enjoyable. I don't like it when my class gets nerfed, so why am I going to invest all this time into a class that's just going to end up getting nerfed? Um, yep. That's my opinion on it. Uh, but again, uh, for me, I have Demon Hunter. It's, it's what I love. I love that class, so ride or die buff nerf whatever happens it's I'm, I'm demon hunter through and through so yeah so for me i've been like i i've been waiting kind of for to see a rogue's gonna be in the next little bit because i'm not a, I'm not having that much fun to sub just because i've been sub for like three expansions now you know right we'll try, but, try um, outlaw or combat or whatever it's called i don't know what it's called outlaw no outlaw. i was gonna, i was gonna i was gonna put some of my extra time into doing Demon Hunter stuff, I think, but gotcha. I've been thinking. I've just been thinking about melees to play that that seem fun, not necessarily picking for the meta. Because uh, yeah. you, you know it. Like we already just talked about it two minutes ago. Demon Hunters tank DPS doesn't matter. They're extremely fun. Yes, yes. So yeah, uh, I might do it at some point. We'll see. But yeah, yep. I just, I, I, cause like I, you know me, I like to have at least one range, one deep, one yeah. melee. It's yeah. just nice to melt it out. But, but yeah, uh, yeah it starts getting off the track there. Yep, no, you're good. Uh, so then also we'll jump into our week in WoW. Uh, so what what have you? What was your week in your very short week in WoW? Like, so I got back from camping and had only done one camo mage, and then so I guess other than that, I uh, we did some stuff last night. That was the only thing I've been doing this WoW. Right. WoW this week was just uh. We did what, like four keys is all? Something I think like we that. did three last night. I think yeah. it was three. It may have been four, but I think it was three. I don't yeah, know. I think it was three as well. Um, but I know you yeah, read a bunch of stuff like, on augmentation on uh, Sunday night with Lynch. Yes, I did. Um, that was mixed feelings. <laughs> I think we I think we ran eight dungeons that night. I think and, so. Uh, and I I hated my life for about seven of those eight runs. <laughs> yep, yep. So. But um, when it was when we had a good group, it was a lot more enjoyable. Right. But yeah, so I, I played Aug a little bit, actually quite a bit. And then last night I played some Frost Mage, Arcane Mage stuff, and that's a lot of fun. Pretty strong too. Uh, so that's all I've done really so far. But I am leaving again for a camping trip tomorrow, and I'll be <laughs> gone till Tuesday. Yep. And then I have nothing planned until April. So right. I can just chill it all. <laughs> there you go. Yes. So what about you? Uh, so yeah, I've uh, finished leveling up the Druid on the EU server. So that was yep, a big, that's right, that was yeah. nice. Got that done. Still need to get a monk uh, boosted up over there. But uh, right. no, I'm uh, pretty much just uh, chilling and running keys. Focus pretty much on my Demon Hunter and the Druid. Um, yeah. And, and no, just to... Pr- I'm, I'm not being hypocritical i am not playing a druid just because it's the meta my my two my two main tanks and and bio can attest to this i primarily have played vengeance demon hunter and guardian druid since basically shat middle middle shat i think second season of shadowlands is when i really picked up guardian druid yeah Um, i remember we were on a lot of mythics with your with your druid yeah and i 
and I like Guardian Druid, especially back then. It was nice because it was a, a three-button class, like legitimately three-button class. Uh, right. Those buttons were Swipe, Thrash, and Incarn. And then once you hit Incarn, you just hit Thrash, 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 Thrash. Legit. That was the play. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it was a shut your brain off, or if you're very tired, it was a great tank to play. Um, it's got right. a slight bit more complexity now, not quite. Still not very all that complex. It's still pretty easy to play. Uh, I'd still say it's a great beginner's tank. Um, but it does have a few more buttons to hit now. Uh, but no, I still enjoy it quite a bit playing it. It's also just that's very great. strong, so that's nice. But uh, yeah, primarily just playing, focusing on those two right now. Uh, got my crafting stuff pretty high up, so I've got my professions are coming along nicely. I can craft a lot of the gear that we need, any of the rings or the necklace. I can craft those for anyone in our group. Uh, I can craft uh, swords, any any kind of sword weapons. I can craft. Um, well, well. It's most of them. I can't do the two-handed ones because I don't have the recipes yet because my renown's not high enough. <laughs> but, uh, right. um, but yeah, I can craft all sorts of stuff. Leather boots, leather belts, uh, cloth boots. Might be able to do cloth belts here shortly. I'm not sure exactly where I'm at on that. But uh, yeah, been enjoying that, getting all that stuff done. I think I got all my profession stuff that I need to get done already done this week. So nice. Uh, focus on dungeons at night and then focus on farming stuff on EU uh for race world first here uh during the day um i am working with a, a team for race world first so that's been a new thing that has developed in the last month or so so I've oh been... if people don't people don't realize he's racing me by the way <laughs> uh, they did ask they when i did mention that i had done stuff with you uh, they they were like, is he is he wanting would he be interested? And I was like, I don't think he wants to switch over to an EU account. <laughs> uh, if I did, I'm not leveling first. Yeah, huge like, well, deal for me. Yeah, I, yeah, I no, it's, it's you, but yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's not your focus. You had we, we were just kind of doing that together, and we did really well. Like that's yeah, like, like I told him like, listen, he's very good. He's actually good at it. But it's just not it's not his. That's not his interest in the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, and for those that don't know, or I've talked about from time to time, but uh, I currently have the world record for the fastest 10 to 70 speed run, uh, leveling speed run in, in uh, Dragonflight right now. So if you head over to speedrun.com um, <laughs> and look up the, the World of Warcraft ones, you'll see my name at the number one spot there. So that's kind of how they, they found me and got with me and so we're working on that so that'll be fun i'm enjoying that a lot it's it gives me something to do during the daytime when the kids are yep. up and i can't do dungeons so yep. as we get closer to, i mean we still are, are like over a year away from the next race world first but we've got some speed runs planned for i think the the wow anniversary in november possibly something going on at the end of october um, not a hundred percent sure on all that, or whether or not I'll have stuff ready in time for that, but we'll see. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, I've been been I've been playing tons of WoW, especially now that I'm only getting like three hours of sleep on my work days. I just spend the other eight hours that I would like to be asleep uh, playing WoW. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, but uh, yeah, a lot of WoW time in getting stuff done. But uh, yeah, that's about it gonna yeah. keep pushing more keys this week get stuff done 
might play some Baldur's Gate 3. I did pick that up the other day. Okay. Played it for yep. about 10 minutes the other day, and that's about all the time I had to play, <laughs> had available. But, uh, yeah, we might play that some sometimes during the day when I'm farming or camping something and just sitting on my EU account not actually doing anything. Might pull up Baldur's Gate 3, have some fun. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Yep. Uh, if you guys have any questions, comments, you want to, you know, any any feedback, thoughts on the stuff we talked about today, feel free to head to the YouTube channel and leave a comment on there or on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, whatever your whatever your venue is that you're listening to us, watching us on. Uh, leave some comments on there, like, subscribe, whatever. You know, um, you can check me out at uh, on Twitch. I am uh, twitch.tv tv slash buckblind youtube we are buckblind the demon hunter and on twitter at buckblind dh uh mr bio what are your socials sir got a qq underscore bioshock for twitch and youtube there we go and i think that is all i got you got anything else nope it's pretty good all right thank you all for listening and watching and hope you all have a great week go get those keys done and have fun yeah Yeah, later. (laughs) Bye.